podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. Roddy, there you go. Where are you at? Pickleball again? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I said Pickleball Fridays. You know how it is for me, man. Okay. Out here in Plantation Central Park, uh, getting ready for a tournament tomorrow. Okay. All right. So let me ask you something, just out of curiosity, because just to have a little fun with this, not that it affects the Canes or the Dolphins or anything like that, but there's so much talk with QBs, and people love their QBs, right? Yeah. Uh, Caleb, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. Uh, talk to me. How do you see those guys? Well, listen, getting a chance to see Drake May in person the last couple seasons, uh, I, I, you know, personally, I would I would probably take Drake May just because of the total package you have with him. I think I, I think of Caleb Williams and I think, you know, his dad's been involved a lot in, uh, in, in commentary and, you know, not wanting him to go to the right team and, and, and you know, the wrong team rather and, and all that kind of jazz. Uh, I would, if I had the first overall pick, I would take Drake May. I think he's a safer bet as a pro. I think he's a complete player. I think he is a Joe Burrow type of, uh, of player. Joe Burrow can make plays with his legs. Before he had those injuries, you watched him at LSU. I think Drake May is very similar to a Joe Burrow type type uh, talent. And uh, you know, Joe Burrow is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Caleb Williams. Um, you know he's he's a very good player. I like I, I like a lot about him, but I just think the off the field stuff worries me. That that's a concern. Dude, uh, you're, 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 you're Todd Marinovich on my ass right now. That's what you're doing. You're Todd yeah. Marinoviching me. Okay, I know young people are like, well, what, what, what's Todd? Yeah. you know what I mean. We we have perspective on this show. We're old. Yes, we've been around the block a few times. We've seen this this movie before. So are you telling me Caleb Williams is, and his dad are like? Is like Todd Marinovich's dad that pretty much ruined that kid's career. We never really got to see what Todd could have been because of his dad. Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you have meddling other people, exterior factors, right, involved in the process, uh, it just bothers me. I just think it it, it sets off the wrong sort of tone, knowing the Marinovich story from the past. Uh, But, you know, look, Caleb Williams is a talented guy. I think if you can get past that, you know, he's probably an excellent pro quarterback. The problem is... I. Some guys never get past that. Oh, we've seen it. They never get past the off the field stuff. And and I'll say this for Caleb, you know, things the the, the tough guy going at USC this year, and it, it looked like guys quit around him. It, it looked like uh, he didn't have the leadership skills. Drake May, on the other hand, every time I watched North Carolina play, his guys went all out for him. They really and and every time I heard them talk about him, he's just one of those guys that gets the best out of his teammates and. You know, unfortunately, just didn't have a defense. The same, the same problem as Caleb Williams did in, in college. So um, I, I do like Jaden Daniels. Uh, I think he's improved a ton in the last year in his fifth, sixth year of college football. Uh, I think he's he'll be a, a good pro as well. Uh, but I don't know that he's a Lamar Jackson, MVP, anything like that. I just think he's, he's a quality starting quarterback in the NFL. But first pick, give me Drake May. Okay. I, I like – I'm with you on the Drake May thing. I, I – I, I, I see a lot of the guys. I haven't really, since we have two, I'm not really going to go crazy on looking at these quarterbacks. It has nothing to do with the Dolphins. Uh, but I am going to ask around a little bit just because I am intrigued because for me, you know, Jaden Daniels has made such a climb as yeah. a 
you know. And I know he came in with a lot of hype, and then it it, it kind of like one of those things for him, where he had a peak in a valley and now a peak again, and that's kind of the way his career has gone. But for me, Drake May has been steady, steady Since day one, brother. Yeah, and and he hasn't been in the best situation always, you know. It's no solid situation. But not a great situation that he's got, you know, dominant stuff all over him and things like that. So that to me, that's why I think a Drake May, if you put him in the right spot, I think you're going to have a hell of a quarterback. I kind of agree with you on that one. Yeah. yeah. I, I, again, I, I, having talked to Drake and, and covered him a little bit in the ACC, he, he just he smells like a winner to me, an NFL guy that's going to come in and win in the league and, and elevate his team and elevate the players around him. And so much of that is what you need a quarterback. That's half the battle. If, if the rest of the team doesn't believe in the guy or they think the guy's selfish or they think the guy has other priorities, it doesn't work in the locker room. I don't think Drake May is going to be a problem in the locker room at all. He's going to be a benefactor. So, uh, by the way, um, going focus on the U football team here, what, what's the latest on everything on the, on the uh, facilities and all that kind of stuff? Where are they with all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, listen, they, they were supposed to have broken ground here. Can you hear me okay? I All hear right? you. Yeah. Okay, no, it's, it made, made a little weird sound on my end here. I was like, what happened? Um, oh, no, they're screaming and hitting rackets and all kinds of stuff. No, over no, no, none of that. None no, of that's no, going on here. No fighting in the, in the pickleball? Uh, uh, it's a very, very soft-spoken, you know, retired, rich people community. Oh, that's who I come and play with. <laughs> Safe. Okay. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But, uh, no, with Miami's, in Miami's facilities, I mean, look, they're supposed to break ground. They've had other projects on campus they've been trying to finish, other buildings they've been trying to finish. Uh, but they're supposed to be breaking ground soon. Um, the last time I spoke to someone in, in, in high administration about it, they told me that it would be happening soon. The money's secured. Everything is, is ready to go. It's just they're finishing other projects around campus. And once – they got to move a lot of things to, to, to build this thing. they got to create some room. they gotta, they got to move some other things and get them in the right place. And so – it's a big undertaking. It's going to take three to four years to, to build this forever home of football. and But it's going to get there. The money, the funding is there. Everything needed is there. It's just, you know, they just haven't uh, officially started yet. Latest on coaching? Still looking for uh, a cornerbacks coach. You know, Mario, I, I try to explain this to people. Uh, oh, whenever, whenever anybody asks me, Mario likes the interview process, man. Like, he likes getting different dudes in the building. And part of it is picking the brain of what's going on at other schools, you know, like finding out what's going on at this school and that school and what are they doing and what's their approach. So it's as much Mario finding out about a coach to interview him for a job as it is him investigating the other teams and, and, and sort of studying what goes on in other buildings. So uh, that's why this, this stuff with him, there's no rush. Spring football doesn't start till for another couple of weeks. So uh, for him, you know, he's just taking his time. Okay. All right. Good stuff there. What are you working on uh, in the athletic? Cause uh, I will, there ain't a lot going on, bro. No, man, it's pickleball time for Navarro. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what's going on right now? I'm going to be coming out next week with, um, you know, look at the ranking the best additions on the roster, uh, the ten best players that they picked up either through recruiting or the transfer portal. Ranking those ten, and the same thing uh, in terms of returning players. You know, who are the top guys? Who are guys that we can expect to come? So there'll be sort of those fun off-season reads when you're starving for content. Uh, Well, team has changed and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, th that'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and I'm just working on other projects, man, like a lot of like recruiting stuff. And, and uh, you know, we, we have another project on NIL. 
that the whole department's a part of. So, uh, you know, we, we try to, this is the time of year where we try to take our time with projects and make things quality uh, over quantity. All right. Follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro. That way you can catch all his. Uh, I can't hear you now. Hold on. Let me reset. Okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> Don't you love live? Live is beautiful. Okay, there you go. All right. There you go. I had lost my hearing. I couldn't hear you. So all right. it's all good. So I said follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro. So you can catch all his pickleball action there. That's and some right. at the same time. And maybe a maybe a UM opinion or two. You never know. But mostly pickleball. You're gonna get a lot of pickleball there. So follow him. Manny underscore yes. Navarro. Manny, as always, have a great uh match and weekend, my friend. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Take care. You got man. it. Take it easy. I'll be there soon with them on the pickleball courts. Very soon. Very soon. I am going to get as active as I can possibly get once I fix my leg here. This uh, out of shape shit, it's over, bro. I ain't doing it. Uh, Caneswear. Go to caneswear.com. Use our code BIG010. You can get anything with 10% off. If you go there personally and you see Brett or Jeff or anybody out there, you tell them, all right? That Big O sent you. Use our code Big O10. You will get 10% off. They got Kane stuff. They've got Heat, Marlins, Panthers, Dolphins, Inter Miami uh, uh, kits and messy shirts and all kinds of stuff. So go check it out, man. They got anything and everything. Go online. You'll see a whole bunch of stuff there, baby. And free shipping when you order over $99. Caneswear.com. Welcome, Welcome to Caneswear. New store, new items, same great experience. Family owned and operated since 2010, Caneswear has the latest merchandise from the Miami Hurricanes, Miami Dolphins, Florida Panthers, Inner Miami CF, and more. Come visit us at our store in Davie on University Drive, just south of 595, or online at caneswear.com. Caneswear, the spot Miami fan shop. All right, all right, all right. Uh, let me, uh, before I get to some stuff, let me go on the uh, chat board here, answer any questions you guys may have. Uh, do, 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 do. Big O, what are your thoughts on Litecoin? I'm not really much of a Litecoin guy, to be quite honest. I don't own Litecoin, and uh, I'll use it if I have to, like, uh, send some money to something or convert something, but... Um, now, I, I, um, I'm not a big Litecoin fan, to be quite honest. That's all I can tell you. I, their business model to me doesn't look like it's going to go through. You know, let me let me pull it up here on market cap um, before I get to the other questions you guys have here. Um, it's at sixty nine dollars, and I, I, I don't even know if it will reach its all time highs. You know, this thing was at $247, and it's been for a while now. From July of 2022, it was at $53, and we're at $69. So it's up $16, and it, it, we're talking a long time, okay? Here it is, right here, right here. Uh, July 21st, 2022. So we're talking 
a year and a half, over a year and a half now, and you've barely moved when everybody else has bounced back strong already. Litecoin has not. I'm just not a Litecoin fan. So I'm I'm sorry. I'm not a Litecoin believer. But hey, man, you might be right. So, you know, I'm not uh, some kind of, you know, guru or something, you know. Uh, Lofi says, nope, I'm retired from investing. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, then you don't really know what's going on. Uh, good morning, Big O. I wish you a good day. Blessing on a speedy recovery. Thank you, Dan B. Now we got you, Lofi. Now I got you. You're not investing. You're not really studying. You're not really studying. You don't know shit. Uh, peace of mind is where we're all after. Yes, sir, Chase. Juan Rosa, it was a meniscus injury I had for a long time. I don't know if I had it from playing ball and doing other monkey stuff. All right. Uh, NorCal says uh, March of 2025, I'll start working 100% from home. Till then, I am helping the guy that bought my shop. It's low stress and much better than a dealer job. There you go. Good for you, NorCal. You, you, you've, you've done things the right way. Chase One is in. Rosendo is in. And he says, looking forward to a great President's Day weekend. Uh, Hunter Butler is asking me, how do I feel about Weaver? What Weaver is that? What Weaver are we talking about? Somebody tell me, what, what Weaver is he asking? What is he? Anthony Weaver. Oh, okay. I will be talking about that in a minute. I already told you what I thought about Anthony Weaver yesterday, day before, I think it was, whatever it was. It's still there. You can go check that out, but I'm going to talk about something else about Anthony Weaver. Um, Frankie Fresco, how dare you do that to the DJ Screw You Kid Rock? I would not play his music if I was that DJ. Okay, that's fine. I've only been a daily's place for AEW. By the way, did I win on Wednesday? You guys didn't tell me if I won or lost yesterday. AEW. What happened, Sean? Did I win or lose on AEW? I I, I didn't get a follow-up. I, I quit watching AEW. I'll let Frankie answer that. You I, can't even tell me if I won or lost? I, I can't even tell. I don't watch anymore. It's garbage. It's trash. But you but see, but you're lying to me because you at least if you didn't watch. You know who won? No, I don't because uh, they, the only the only stuff I heard about was Orange Cassidy, and your match wasn't Orange Cassidy. It was uh, Copeland, and then I'm sure Copeland won. I'll do research right now and check it, but I did not watch it. Okay. Chase one, LOL. Big O knows his music, man. I do know music, but I don't know. Uh, Pat in Asheville, I'm 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 figuring he might know a little more than I do. Uh, Girl in Red is super talented, light alt music. Think Japanese Breakfast or Mitski. Yeah, I can't think of any of those because I don't know them either. <laughs> that might be something I, I I don't know who the hell Girl in Red is, but apparently some of you know who Girl in Red is. Yes, sir. Uh, Frankie jumped in, rated our superstar Edge one, Adam Copeland. So I believe you're good. Adam Copeland one? Yep. So you won. Uh, you, you guys that keep doubting my wrestling knowledge. I mean, what's wrong with you people? You know, uh, I don't understand it. I keep proving you wrong all the time that I have all the wrestling knowledge you can possibly need. What's wrong with you all? Rosendo says, happy birthday, Zaro Aga. 
He died at 170 years old. Really? Holy shit. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yes. Kelsey's not retiring. Yep. I, I talked about that earlier this week that I got that one wrong. I thought he got human. But the three-peat thing is too tempting. That's why Chris Jones wants to come back, too. He wants to be a part of that three-peat thing. Uh, NorCal says, speaking of fans doing big stuff, TPP has raised 65000 for the DCC, the biggest charity in the NFL. That is awesome. Um, da -da, Big O, your take, uh, Big O, your, your spot-on peace of mind should be part of the thought process. Amen. Uh, I heard Jamar Fletcher changed his name to Jamar Israel. Jay Pesson says that. I have no idea. I don't know. Can you find out for the, for us, Sean, if Jamar Fletcher changed his name to Jamar Israel? Um, Drake may may killed uh, Drake may killed Arcanes. That guy is a baller. I think so. I think he's a baller. Uh, Skyler doesn't. Skyler thinks Drake May is going to be a bust. He folded against the elite defenses like Clemson both times he played them. Imagine what an NFL defense will do to him. All right. Joe Milton's red flag is being college for six years. Oh, uh, you, you're talking about, yes, I, I get what you're saying. Um, That sounded like Satan. I don't know what that means. Big O just had a guy tell me Tua is the problem. McDaniel's the next Shula. Okay, that's uh, I'm happy for him. Uh, big O, see you next week, says NorCal. I got a, I got a great, easy routine for you to do 20 to 60 minutes a day. You'll kick ass. Well, give it to me. Give it to me, and I'll start doing it in a couple months. Yes, sir. Jamar Mondell Fletcher, now known as Jamar Mondell Israel, to pay homage to uh, my maker, by changing his surname to Israel, a faith-based choice that was at the center okay. of my thoughts and who I am. All right. That's fantastic. All right. Now we know. Good for him, man. Kyle Cockrell says, Litecoin is just a Bitcoin fork. No bueno. Yeah, it's... I, I've never looked at Litecoin like something that you can build on. You know? I, 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 I just look at... You have Litecoin, right? N not for nothing. But if I just moved all that money over to Pendle, whatever you had, I, you've made more than like, it's like, you know, you know, Litecoin reminds me of the guy that, that tells me that gold is the shit and not Bitcoin. And it's like, yo, bro, get out of the, get out of the stone ages, dude. Get out of the stone ages, you know? And that's kind of where I see Litecoin. It's just, yeah, not, not, not much of a fan there. Uh, walking in a clean diet is the way to go. Start slow. Yeah, I have to start that way. Uh, Coach AJ, you are correct. I have to start that way because I have no choice. I have to break my leg back in again, you know, and, and get it used to and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to go through six weeks of it being in a boot right now and not putting any weight on it, you know, so I've got to get through everything. I got to do exercises every day to move the foot and, and try to break up the, 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 the what's that called that he says that, you know, while it's healing um cartilage and all that kind of stuff so i got to kind of break it up to make sure that the nerves and everything are, are working well and all that so this is a process that i have to go through first and definitely walking will be the first exercise i will be doing for a while before i start doing any kind of real crazy stuff 
that really forces me to, you know, push my body push-ups or, or burpees or whatever, all that crazy stuff that NorCal does, you know, all that kind of stuff. I gotta, I gotta start, you know, I gotta start off slow to build it up. So I don't you know, bust up my leg. So thank you for looking out coach AJ. Very nice of you. Hey, uh, what, yes, sir. Sorry, sorry. We haven't changed to, uh, the Adam Copeland match. It was actually changed to a no contest. So it was a push. It was a push on this bet. Okay. All right. All right. But I didn't lose. So that's good. Okay. All right. Uh, Woodson is in. Frankie says rated R wrestler edge one rated R superstar Adam Copeland. Yes. He won by DQ. Okay. Mike. Gagliardo, no, Gagliardo, is it that Gagliardo, Gagliardo, is that I get it right, Michael Gagliardo, no, Daly's Place acoustics still suck, <laughs> thank you, dude, Michael, I freaking love you, bro, if, if, if I ever run into you at a concert anywhere else, I'm buying you a freaking beer, because this, you, you're, you're safe, you know, you drive from Miami to Jacksonville, and then have the same acoustic issues. Uh, it was just like, wow, dude. Like, don't, don't you guys hear the echo, the bouncing? You know, you don't want music. You know, I'm in a studio. You don't have echo. We, you, you, you foam everything. You kill, you, you, you kill it. You know, you don't want echo in music. And I don't understand why they haven't fixed that. That sucks, Michael. That sucks. Uh, Chase One says, Red Rocks, my favorite venue. Santana was amazing. Yes. Um, I saw Greta Van Fleet, and I've seen uh, uh, Mastodon and um, Les Claypool there. Primus. It was Primus, not Les Claypool, because he wasn't – he was doing Primus. So, um, yeah, uh, Primus and, uh, and Mastodon, and, and I've seen Greta Van Fleet there. I saw Primus and Mastodon first. And then I said, I've got to come back here the next time, but I got to see a voice because I, I love Les Claypool, but you don't go see Les Claypool because he's a great singer. You see him because the music is super cool and his bass is the greatest bass on the planet. You know what I mean? So it's it's been hard for me to come to those grips as a Steve Harris fan, by the way. Really hard to come to grips with that, but I got to give Les his due. That guy is sick. But anyway, um, so yeah, Red Rocks, Best venue out there, no doubt. Uh, Frankie says, Wait, sorry, Sean, it was changed to a no contest. My apologies, TK. Thank you. Uh, did not want Daniel Garcia to get that L. Fun part these same spot ETFs owners also own future ETFs, might get fun. Well, if you're watching, the gold ETFs are drying up now, they're all taking out their money from the gold and they're going into Bitcoin because gold is you know. Not the future, bro. Uh, Coach AJ got a lot, got a got a low impact routine where I started after injury. I got you. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, Pat in Nashville says, "Oh, Sphere has ruined me for some." Oh, it's going to ruin you for sure. It's the perfect sounding venue. Yeah, you're never going to hear anything like that. Yeah, yeah, you're you'll be happy at MSG. You'll be happy at um, at the Kravis Center here in South Florida. You'll be happy at the um, Olympia Theater here in Miami. You'll be happy at the L.A. Forum. Um, you'll be happy, you know, certain places where the acoustics are exceptional. 
because they really take it serious. You know, that's one of the things I respect about Madison Square Garden. You can talk all the shit you want. Oh, being the greatest arena in the world and the most famous and all that other stuff or whatever. Go to it and you'll see that it, it is a well-built arena, dude. Like it was built years ago and they really built it the right way. Lowest second floor I've ever seen in my life. Uh, they've got they've got the acoustics set up in the roof so they can, you know, kill the sound in that sense. So when you go a concert, when you go to see a, a concert there at MSG, it's impeccable. You know, you go to LA Forum, it is impeccable. You know, and I can't tell you every arena is like that. Lots of arenas have their problems, have their issues, especially the farther you are from the music, the higher you are away from the music, all that kind of stuff. The acoustics change. The 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 um, the uh, what's that? Uh, what, what's that? What's that uh, called? The um, the generations of, of 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 it, you know, they they uh, they lose. So, like when you go to uh, the amphitheater in uh, in Palm Beach, um, whatever it's called, um, Cruzan or whatever it's called now, um, Sound Advice or whatever it used to be called, but you sit in the lawn, you lose you lose a generational sound. You know, you lose a generation of sound. You're inside, you're going to hear it better. You're outside, you're going to hear that that next generation, and it's just not going to sound the same. It's like when you're in a festival, and you're not in the front group of the festival, and you're in the back, in the, the second level, behind the soundboard and all that, and then they got more speakers. You're, that, that, that next level of music is not nearly the same as what you're hearing up front. That's kind of why I'm I'm a total concert sn uh, snob, and I try to get as close as possible, because that's where you really feel the entire concert. You know what I mean? So yeah, and yes, Les, Les Claypool is a beast and a half, man. Check out DDP Yoga. Okay, oh, let me write that down. Uh, it's funny you said that, dude. That's what I was talking with my wife about. I said when I fix this leg. We're going to start yoga because that's one thing I'm definitely going to start is yoga. I'm not doing this shit again where all my bones and muscles are all creaky and, and stiff. I'm not doing that shit anymore. I'm done. I'm going to work out like an animal. Um, Less Claypool, way better than Chase Claypool. Yeah, I would, uh, I would uh, say so. Uh, yes, they're not even comparable right now. All your BRICS nation are buying gold like crazy. That's to back up their dollars, Lofi. You got to understand why they're doing it. They're getting away from the U.S. dollar because the U.S. dollar has been devalued so much because our last four presidents have printed $30 trillion. And our last president and this president, these two idiots combined, are going to print around $16 trillion. So they've killed the value of the American dollar. And we have so much debt that they're not buying our debt anymore. And China's not buying our debt. They have the lowest amount of our debt that they've ever had. And they've been one of our biggest buyers, our debt. So the BRICS nations are kind of teaming up together. And so they're also being smart and they're buying, they're buying our gold. And I don't know if you know this, Lofi, but we used to hold gold in our reserves for other countries. Some of those nations that you're talking about. Guess what? They asked for their gold back about a year and a half ago or something like that. And we had to give it back to them. Obviously, it's their gold because we were keeping it for them, you know, safe. 
And so now they're all building up their own reserves and, and they're going to try to, because fiat currencies are dying everywhere. Low fee. You know, there's so much more to this story. I've been telling you guys for a while now that fiat currencies are dying all over the place. Every country, pretty much their dollars dying. If it's in London, if it's in England or in the United States or Japan, go look at Japan. Look at what's going on in Japan, China. They got problems, dude. Big problems because they do all the same stupid shit with their bank, their reserves than we do. It's the wrong thing. It's the you know, I, I liked Vivek Ramaswamy. I liked him at the beginning because he was just talking about money. And he does have the right idea where to take our dollar. Right. The rest of these idiots don't. But then he went and proved that he was just one of those right wing nutbags and, you know, forget about it. Uh, any of those far right wing or left wings, I, I don't want any of them. They're all a bunch of idiots. So that's what's going on. It's not, there's a lot, man. There's a lot of dominoes, Lofi, to this thing that's affecting everything. You just can't throw one thing out because there's a reason why one thing is happening and a reason why another thing is happening and a reason why another thing is happening. When you invest, you must study what's going on all over the world. Your finances, their finances, everything. So, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, yeah, it's not going to get past me. Had to look up 125 tons bought by central banks. Yes, they're trying to fix their dollars. Try dancing with your wife. That will that will come too. But, you know, right now I can't do it. As much as as uh, as much fun as it is to bash all the New York teams, especially Knicks, MSG is a beautiful arena. I remember going there for a Kiss concert. Yeah, it's old. It, it, MSG Arena and Chavez Ravine, the greatest old venues in the history of the United States of America. The Orange Bowl got old and it was bad. Like most stadiums, they all they get old and they're bad. Go to Chavez Ravine, go to Madison Square Garden, built over 50 years ago, both, and both are a pleasure to go to, to walk in, to walk out of, to experience. They are impeccably clean. They are so well kept so updated that you wouldn't even think that is it's over half a century old. Treat yourself as an American to two of the greatest venues for sports, for entertainment, and for everything, the experience. Brother, I don't care if it's the experience of Madison Square Garden and then going to eat right around there, you know, or whatever it is, dude or going to Chavez Ravine and going to see a, a a game and have a Dodger dog and, you know, just the and go walk to the top of Chavez Ravine and walk all the way around and just the, the images that you're seeing because you're inside a valley and you're just looking all around the beauty. I mean, it is ridiculous, okay? So treat yourself to the greatest two venues that are over 50 years old in the United States of America. And that is Madison Square Garden and Chavez Ravine. Those are two things that are, they are, they are precious 
and they need to be maintained forever, okay? Because when you go to Dodger Stadium and you sit there for a game and you walk out, you say, this is the most perfect baseball experience that exists on the planet. I don't care if you're a Yankee or a Red Sox or a Mariners fan or a Marlins fan or an A's fan or whatever. You all can kiss my ass. Okay. All of you can kiss my ass. All right. The Dodgers by miles and miles and miles, and it's not even close. That, my friends, is what a baseball park and a baseball experience should be. And Madison Square Garden is exactly what an arena should look like inside. Holy shit. You know, it's just perfect, dude. Really is. When things are done right, they need to be given the credit that they deserve. Caitlin Clark, Cosa Nostra, brother, um, she's she's a craze. She's she's the one that's starting a craze. Caitlin Clark. Logo shot. That, that's just that now, logo shot. Now that's her shot now. So we know Steph Curry to shoot everything, but we don't know him for logo shot. You know, even though he can shoot it from logos, he can shoot it from the other side of the court probably. But Caitlin Clark, she goes, yeah, no, you, you all knew I was going to take a logo shot. I mean, Caitlin Clark has got a pair of balls that most men don't have. That was awesome. She scored her 3,528 point. Be, beating Kelsey Plum, she can beat she can beat Pete Maravich's uh, scoring record in college at three thousand six hundred and sixty-seven. She had forty-nine last night, and the wherewithal that she knew she was at the record, and she took a freaking logo shot and drained the bitch right through the nets, man. I mean, it was string music. She is an absolute badass. Wow, that is, it's just one of those athletes, it's the it factor, and she's it, you know? I used to I used to watch Francis Savage a lot for the University of Miami back in the day. One of my favorite basketball teams down here was a women's basketball team. Of course, it's going to be the big three, and I could go back and talk about some of the Miami high teams. I could, I could talk about all kinds of different basketball teams all throughout my 50 plus years of watching sports in this town right but one of the one of the teams that i used to love to watch none of you would ever have this on your list would be the um's basketball team from fern labati with holly rillinger and vicky plowden and francis savage and francis savage had that it factor okay she would she she was the first woman that i saw play play basketball like a guy she had a post-up game. She had a great mid-range jumper, all of that kind. She was a force, dude. You know, I wish we had the WNBA in the days of Francis Savage. That would have been fun uh, because Francis Savage doesn't get enough love in our town for what kind of a badass she was. And Francis, if you're watching or if somebody else that knows you is watching, I just want you to know that I, uh, from the bottom of my heart, 
I appreciate you immensely, and I enjoyed watching your teams at the University of Miami, and I loved watching you play because you played with incredible heart. So I'm a guy that I have always been pro sports, period, in town, female basketball, right? I got my souls. I always have my soul flag there, right? Uh, although I replaced the basketball with a uh, – see it there? I replaced the basketball with a Bitcoin. That's the only that's the only thing. The, the Mandalorian, by the way, is right in front behind the Eiffel Tower, you know. So I, I covered that soul team too, right? Um, so I, I've always been, you know, a guy that is I'm not a chauvinistic asshole that just oh screw women basketball and all that. No, I enjoy women's basketball, man. I do. Uh, can I tell you that I watch it religiously? No, I don't. No, I don't, but I do watch it. You know, I occasionally watch here or there, take a few minutes, watch a half or something. And I respect the shit out of her, man. Just, she's just got all the moxie that you want from an athlete, you know, and fearless. And to see where women's basketball is, that women are shooting from that range, that's pretty freaking cool, dude. You know, one of the things I've said about women's basketball, and they're already getting there, but I wanted to do it before. And I know it would look insulting to them and all that, but I always talked about lowering the rim. You know, I, I, and this, I've been doing sports talk for 30 years. I've been talking about lowering the rim for 30 years. And the, and the reason why um, I always talked about it was because you could get the air game in there a little bit faster. And so when women start flying and start dunking, it starts to become a little bit more sexy for the average guy. You know what I mean? You've got a few that can dunk on the 10-foot rim, but, man, it's just, you know, you if you lowered it maybe 8 inches or 12, maybe you got some girls with some style dunking at the same time. That would be cool because Caitlin Clark can shoot with style. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was pretty cool, dude. That was very cool last night watching Caitlin Clark do her thing. Uh, got to give her love. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Big on your opinion, what should the U.S. do besides stop printing more money to lower the debt in our country? Uh, they can't do anything. They're stuck in a, in a rock and a hard place at this point. Um, they're going to start printing more money now in June, by the way. So it's, it's not going to end. You know what I mean? And and if Biden wins or if Trump, whichever one of these two deadbeats wins, they're going to go and print way more money again because that's the only way they know how to do it. Do they have the guts to kind of shut that down and then start building up your reserves and put the reverse? The problem is that we're in so in debt that in order for us to do that, we have to first get out of debt. And we're in thirty four trillion dollars of debt, dude. Thirty four trillion. Where are we going to get that money? By the way, Bitcoin crossed the one trillion mark. You know, gold is at 10. Yeah. Watch. Watch what's going to happen. So that's why you're behind. Why not get the greatest asset in the world and start adding it to your reserves? You know, you know what our country does? We sell Bitcoin. Bunch of morons. We have the, bro, they're all terrible. Democrats, Republicans, they're all terrible. And then you've got the far left and the far right. Forget it, dude. We're dead, Frankie. We're done. <laughs> There's no way out. They can't agree on anything. They don't have any good plans. None of them. Not one of them. Not one of them does anything better than the other. And I laugh at each one of you that tried to tell me anything because I got eight examples on each of them to burn your ass. You know what I mean? That's why I've been 
pumping Bitcoin for years now and telling you it's coming. Please be prepared. Listen, I'm not a financial advisor, but uh, you're better off having Bitcoin than you are having cash. That's all I got to say. Okay. You only lose with cash. You, you should convert you know, cash to Bitcoin because there's only one that goes up and there's only one that goes down. And the one that goes down ain't Bitcoin. Bitcoin started, it started several pennies, several zeros behind a penny. Okay, listen to me. It started like eight, nine zeros behind a penny in value. And it's 53,000, 52,000 now. You know? Uh, Ricardo Cuchican. Thank you for the love on the super chat. Big O free agency begins in less than a month. When do you think the Dolphins will begin with their big decisions to clear cap space to do something? As always, thank you for the awesome program, Ricardo. Uh, we're going to start getting it now right before we, we get up to the to the league year, which is in uh, – I got to look up. Can you look up the date of the start of the league year, please? Uh, we're, we're getting close to that point, my friends. So as we get closer, uh, we are going to start seeing the decisions on who's staying, who's going, what contracts are going to be. I'm not so worried about the Tua one right now. It could get done early, and they could wait a little bit. It, it, it all depends, but they're going to be able to do some other things to clear up some space. Um, but we're soon going to get into it. We're going to start getting into heavy free agent talk in probably another week or two, I think, will be in heavy free agent talk. I need to date. And then after that, then starts the next stage. Once we're done with free agency and we know exactly where we're at, now we can focus with the draft, what picks you have, what players are available, who, what spot, what slots you filled, what do you need now, what you might be looking for, and then we can put the puzzle together. You know, right now is not, not the time to talk draft yet. Okay, let's do this in order and let's do it organized and do it with intelligence too. That's the other thing. Yes, sir. Looks like March 13th, the 2024 league year and free okay. agency signing period begin at 4 p.m. New York time. What what day? March 13th. I don't know what day that is. I don't know have the date. All right. No, that's fine. So we're a month away. So probably in two more weeks, maybe those two weeks leading up to that, it starts to really heat up because then we'll start to hear about any conversations or no conversations. And then we start to get a better feel Where's the progress on certain contract talks or whatever? So we're probably another two weeks away from all those kind of things. And remember, you can always make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. And you can always make a Bitcoin donation, which we always love our Bitcoin donations at Cash App or Venmo, Cash Big O Show. And Ocala Joe. Uh, let me see. Thank you, Ocala Joe. Appreciate you, my man. Uh, chiming in. Thank you, sir. On a little Cash App. Cash App or Venmo. Cash Big O Show. That's Cash Big O Show. Thank you for the awesome dedication to the program, sir. I appreciate it immensely. Appreciate you, Ocala Joe. One day, one day we'll uh, run into each other there when I'm going up to Ocala. There was a bar in Ocala that was interested in bringing up the show, but they never really got too serious about it. Uh, they, they, they reached out a couple of times, but, you know, 
it's uh it's not an easy thing to do so i get it it's all good but you never know we are always open and remember if your business wants to bring our business on the road 855-912-1056 um no, I'm sorry. That's That used to be our text line. 786-754-4664. I don't know why that came out to my mind right away. And he's got it up there. 786-754-4664. I don't know why I took, talked to, I, I said our old text line. 786-754-4664. If your business wants to be a part of our platform and help us grow, uh, we'd always appreciate that. By the way, where's the market at right now? Um, Dow's barely down seven points and the S&P is up two and a half points and the NASDAQ is barely up a tenth of a point. So at least better movement there. That's good. I like that. Uh, what else do we have? Big O, the old Hollywood sporter term was a perfect venue to see shows always clean and sounded great. Just kidding. <laughs> oh God, that barn was a dump. But it was our home. It was the only home we had, right? Uh, what up, Big O and Finns Nation? Shang Tushung is in. Uh, let's see. Lenny Pena, I'm waiting on a bar up here in Port St. Lucie to bring you guys up here. I'll be there for sure. Well, send me the bar's name and the uh, manager and see if, uh, you know, show him the, uh, the, the YouTube page and show him, uh, you know, tell him, uh, give us a ring. You know, love to uh, do something up there. That would be fun. What else do we have to talk about? I talked about Caitlin Clark, talked about Taylor Swift, got a little PJ Tucker in there. Uh, did you see that Tualia Tungavailoa has not been invited to the scouting combine? Now, he's not considered like his brother was. But there's a Akeem Dent, who's a decent player from FSU, was not um, invited uh, uh, can Andre Smith, the Penn State receiver, uh, Blake Watson, the running back from Memphis? A couple, I, I saw it. There's it's a long list of players that weren't invited. You and by the way, this happens all the time where certain guys aren't uh, invited to the combine and they still make it to the NFL. Uh, now to Aliyah, I don't know if he's ever going to make it to the NFL. I kind of would have liked to have seen him with the with the uh, Canes. Actually, because as a college quarterback, he's half decent. I don't, I don't know him as a, as an NFL quarterback. I don't know about that. You know? Don't know about that. Anyway, um, Anthony Weaver was introduced yesterday. And uh, I'm impressed. Love the way he carried himself. Love the way he communicates. Uh, love his attitude. And again, I don't foresee real problems with Anthony Weaver, to be quite honest. I didn't really have much of a problem with Josh Boyer. I didn't really have much of a problem with, with um, Bitter Fangio. And I think Weaver will do just fine. I really do. But um, there's, there's other factors that I start to look at Anthony Weaver. And other factors could come into play. Okay. One, the obvious. Okay. You've got, you've weakened an AFC opponent in the Ravens. It's a, it's an opponent that you have to deal with practically every year. And if you want to be a playoff team, they're usually going to be in the playoffs because their offense is not easy to prepare for during the regular season. And they are a regular season offense. 
So they're going to get they're going to get their wins with the style of football that they play. They won't get any championships with without a quarterback that can pass, but whatever. But you weaken them a little bit, right? Because you take away a good coach. Only problem is John Harbaugh has been at this for a long time, and he's lost lots of coaches throughout the throughout life throughout his lifetime there. And he, why is he a great coach? Because he can build a, a staff and then rebuild a staff and rebuild a staff and rebuild a staff. So you might have weakened them a little bit, but not for long because he does an excellent job of figuring out who are the next coaches to bring in. And those coaches are moving on to other places, right? Then here's the other thing. I think he coached the guy that I want in free agency, Patrick Queen. I think I told you that, right? I think I told you I want Patrick Queen, right? So Patrick Queen is available in free agency. And I don't know what kind of relationship he has with Anthony Weaver. But I hope it's a good one. And I'm hoping that he can help, you know, lure a guy like Patrick Queen in there. Now, the other thing that I like about him is his communication skills. You need to communicate with these young people nowadays. You know, uh, us older guys, you just told us shit. You ripped into us. We didn't really ask a lot. We just kind of, you know, these are authorities. We just go by what the teacher says, the principal says, mom says, dad, coach, whatever. We were, we were, we were different. We, most of us kind of listened to authority, you know, not, not perfect, but, but nowadays it's a whole different ballgame. They question everything, everything. Okay, and it just gets to a point where it's just a little too much, but whatever. And so you've got to have that kind of patience. And apparently he does. But then the next thing happened along the way that, you know, sometimes things happen that you never expect. And while this might have been Mike McDaniel's idea, I think that as Chris Greer, Marvin Allen, Reggie McKenzie, Tom Garfinkel, and if Stephen Ross can even figure it out himself, he starts looking at Anthony Weaver and he starts saying, guy, guy carries himself like a head coach, right? Don't you think? Doesn't he? He, Right? Because, you know, we all love the jokes. We all love the fun and games with Mike McDaniel, but you got to get the results in order to keep going with the fun and games because that's not really how it goes. And so Mike McDaniel has a very – I already told you this throughout the last two months here. He has a very interesting job. He has to find a way to become a disciplined coach and a disciplined team, but by doing it with the – highfalutin follies that he has going on not with discipline and demand and respect and and you know some intimidation or something because that doesn't exist there because it doesn't exist in his coaching so what you know because you could joke around all you want but when you throw him a, a, a fuck it doesn't carry as much anymore dude the fuck carries a lot when you're jimmy johnson and you're constantly intense the fuck carries a lot when you're Don Shula and you're losing your fucking mind. So while this process was going on, I don't know, but 
just in one press conference, I'm looking at him going, well, that guy carries himself more like a head coach. So if Mike McDaniel can't get the team on the rails, can't get him to play discipline, can't get his offense, you know, because he has the same problem that his buddy Shanahan has. Shanahan goes and fires the defensive coordinator. Oh, by the way, did you know Steve Wilkes on third downs, he had a spy for Purdy because of what happened before when Purdy went crazy? I, 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 you know, I don't know. Sounds pretty smart to me. You know, he said, oh, Purdy burned them. Let's make sure on these third and longs he doesn't get the out opportunity. Let's not give him those lanes like they did. Steve Wilkes is not a bad coach, bro. Steve Wilkes got screwed in Arizona, and he got screwed here in San Francisco. And so uh, this guy, Mike McDaniel, better figure shit out because I just saw a guy on his staff that if that guy goes in there and starts doing the stuff that he's supposed to do, and he's been around John Harbaugh and all that kind of stuff, and he carries himself like a head coach, okay, you may have a you you may have just hired your replacement. Right? So I am rooting for Mike McDaniel. I like Mike McDaniel a lot, but I am not going to sit here and tell you Mike McDaniel's perfect. Brother, he is he is so far from a finished product, it's not even funny. He doesn't know how to call a game. He doesn't know how to handle everything in a game. He doesn't know how to manage a game. He can't win uh, challenges. Okay. And I'm sorry, his team is just as undisciplined as it gets. Now, there's a good chance that if Mike McDaniel fails, everybody's gone. That's probably the reality of it all. Okay? But I'm just saying, the way I saw Anthony Weaver carry himself, he carries himself like a head coach. Okay? So he may not be one here. He might be someone, if he has success here, they might take him somewhere else and somebody gives him a job. But all I'm saying is, if Mike McDaniel's not doing the job and he can't get his team to be disciplined and he can't play and he can't coach his offense to be, you know, responsible, we got issues. We got problems. I'm telling you, we got problems. So this is one that uh, I'm looking at Anthony Weaver. I'm saying there's a lot of good things there. And then I'm saying, wow, this guy carries himself like a head coach. Not that he'll end up one here. Probably not, because if Mike fails, everything's gone. But if everything's kind of close and they think uh, this tweak might be the tweak, yeah, you, you, crazier things have happened in this world. Okay. So Anthony Weaver could be a lot more than a defensive coordinator. He might be a great recruiting tool for Patrick Queen. He might be a guy that you helped weaken the Ravens just for a little bit for one year. Maybe not. And by some crazy ass thing down the line, if this Mike McDaniel experiment does not get better and does not work, you might see a lot more of Anthony Weaver. By the way, Cutter's Edge Pro, proud sponsor of our program. We love William Quigley and the great people at Cutter's Edge Pro. They know how to get it done. They've been at this for a long time, dude. They've got over 70 trucks. Uh, listen, I've told you before, you know, you see the videos all the time, the stuff they did at our house. It's amazing. 
and it's all there in place, looking great, growing strong. Our trees are taller than ever, providing more shade, which is a beautiful thing. We can actually hang out in our backyard on a hot day because you stand under the Sylvester Palm and it's like 20 degrees cooler. Please call the people at Cutter's Edge Pro. It will make a huge difference in your life. This is the time now you want to call before hurricane season, before all of that. Get the plants in there, get them all growing and in, in, in prepared for you. And then create that oasis, man. Get some shade in your in your backyard for you and the dogs. And by the way, if you own dogs like we do, I'll tell you, artificial turf is the greatest invention of mankind. It is absolutely awesome. And it's been there for nearly two years. Not one blade of grass ever grew through it. Why? Because it's done the right way, folks. Call the great people at Cutter's Edge Pro. William Quigley and folks have been at this for a long time. Go to their Instagram page. You'll be impressed. 954-472-0622. CuttersEdgePro.com. All right, all right, all right. Uh, oh, Harbaugh did say that Weaver will make a great head coach one day. I agree. He carries himself like one. Uh, John Padilla is checking in with everybody. Lenny Pena is in. Uh, oh, why Omar Kelly not coming on your show or poop part? We miss them. Uh, do you watch the show? Do you under, I've talked about this over and over again, bro. You know, I'm just tired of repeating. So watch the show more, dude. Uh, Woodson, you mean Mahomes? I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, it would be our luck that McDaniel gets fired after this year. He and Weber leaves. Weber becomes a head coach and both become rock star head coaches elsewhere. Well, that, that would be very Dolphins. Did you all know that Jacksonville is the largest city in Florida? Um, yeah, because it's so spread out, right? Is that the, the, the deal with Jacksonville? Like it's not it's not the largest in population, but in 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 uh, the metro area of it, yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, well, so is uh, Tampa St. Pete. Tampa St. Pete is enormous if you you know choose to use it as one area. You know what I mean? Now, if you use only Tampa or St. Pete, then yeah, it kind of changes. It's a whole Miami Fort Lauderdale thing, you know that kind of stuff. So yeah, but Jacksonville is a large spread out it's just they don't have the population that's the only thing that's where that's where the the west coast and down here in the south florida area you know we obviously beat them when it comes to population uh what else what else what else what else artificial turf sounds good oh but what if the dogs take a crap on it no it's not a problem it's really it's really easy just scoop it up and put it away it actually you know, it's so easy to maintain. You spray a little bit, a little water, nothing. It's really easy. So, but if you're lazy, Shang too, then it's not good for you. If you're a lazy person, you know, that's, uh, that, that won't work out for you, my man. And, uh, Bitcoin is still at 52,000, by the way. Ethereum is back under 2,800. It was it's at 2789. So all of it should be popping back very soon. Uh what else do we have? Uh, oh, did you guys see one more thing that I wanted to add? This is freaking hilarious. I saw this today, and it's something that you guys uh should check out. 
So uh, banks now, banks are pushing the SEC to change accounting rules to make it easier and cheaper for banks to hold digital assets like Bitcoin for their customers. Which, by the way, folks, don't have anybody control your, your crypto. You control it. It says powerful interest groups are pushing the Securities and Exchange Commission to tweak accounting guidance that makes it more expensive for U.S. banks to hold digital assets for their customers. The regulators, it's already facing pressure from both Democrats and Republicans in Congress to repeal the guidance. The trade group coalition, which includes the Bank Policy Institutes, the American Bankers Association, the Securities Industry, Financial Markets Association, Financial Services Forum, issued a letter to the SEC on Wednesday seeking certain changes. This is why I told you two to three years ago that banks would be closing down. And sure enough, over the last year, that's exactly what's happened. And more, more are coming. More are coming because it's the only way. It's, it's what's wrong with our system. And now they know that the dollar's dying. And so now they want a hold of crypto. First, they laugh at you, right? And they make fun of you, right? Then they fight you and then they join you. It's all the same shit, dude. So, you know, for those of you that don't believe, just look around what's going on, dude. Just look around. Be smart. You know, look at what the rich and smart people are doing. That's all you need to know. All right. Any other breaking news before I go off the air here? I don't think I see anything earth shattering. You guys got any last and final questions before the weekend starts for me? Send them in. Um, what if the dog has diarrhea? Oh, that's actually my favorite. It's my favorite. My plants get healthier. So I scoop up the diarrhea with a scooper, like the thing, and then I pour it into my plants and then I water it. Da, 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 and then I water the uh, area where they did it and it all filters out. That's it. Every three months we treat it with a, you, you water it down with a treatment that, that kills bacteria. So that way the dogs are, you know, are all, all good. But uh, you got to make sure you water that area. So you grab your hose and you water down. Once you scoop that up, what I do is I put, what am I going to do? Get rid of that, throw the that that uh, crap away? No, dude, I, I put it into the plants. It's fertilizer. And so then I water it right into the plants. And, uh, and, then, I, and then I water down the spot and boom, and that's it. So I add fertilizer and I add dog fertilizer to my plants. So. You know, you gotta be smart, bro. It's like I, I watched this uh, this company that has a whole bunch of Bitcoin mining uh, uh, miners, right? These machines are they're miners, and it creates and generates a lot of heat. So what they do is they use that heat to grow tulips. So it's a double company. So the excess energy that they're wasting, they don't waste it. They use the heat to grow tulips. It's pretty cool. So the excess stuff that my my dogs may drop it can help my plants grow you know because that's what it is and if you watch all our plants they're just they're exploding <laughs> so you got to be smart uh i'd rather scoop up the poop than have my dogs eating something from outside or, oh yeah no dude yeah my dogs never go outside 
No, no, no. They're, we're in a controlled environment, baby. No, 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 no. It's their germs. It's their everything. That's it. That's all. And all you got to do is have responsible people that care for your dogs to clean after your dogs. That's all. No big deal. Yeah. No. So artificial turf is the greatest invention of mankind. You're never, you're never cutting the grass. You're never watering the grass. So you're saving hundreds and thousands in the long run. Right. And especially if you live in South Florida, 10 to 14 days, you got to be cutting the grass. Right. And so I'm like, what, what do you do, Sean? What, every two weeks you guys are cutting the grass? Right? At least, right? During the winter months, usually about every three weeks, but during the summer and during, right. yeah, every 10 to 14 days. Exactly. Every, he's right, even 10 days. 10, 14 during the summer. When we start, when it starts raining, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. The dr- you, you cut the grass, the next day it's already growing. You're like, what the hell, dude? You know what I mean? So um, that saves you money in the long run. So uh, I'm telling you, it's the greatest, dude. It is so awesome. Uh, Let's see. Big O, very surprised that they haven't had in the current heat arena an all-star weekend. Yeah, no. I I got tickets to the last one, the one in 1989, 90 or whatever. I was at that. Uh, if you had to guess, what would you say the Heat end up as in the seeding at the end of the regular season? I'm going to say five. I'm going to say five. I'd love to be a little bit more positive and say four, because if they can play this kind of basketball permanently, but I, I, Jimmy Butler, bro, you know, like I know he's your savior. In the playoffs, but during the regular season, he's, you know. So, you know, I hope he comes back and he kind of plays the way he's been playing the last couple of games. And 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 they play more of what we just saw in the last two games because that's really what the basketball is like in today's NBA. And you've got to adjust to life, man. Life adjusts for all of us. You know, that's kind of part of the game. If you don't adjust... You stay behind. That's that's a, that's a big problem, man. Got to adjust. By the way, uh, I just saw this. A music festival. And it is called Fools in Love. Okay? It is at, it's at SoFi Stadium. Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood park grounds at SoFi stadium. And, and that'll be Saturday, August 31st. That is my date of birth. I got to the party. No, I did the Smurf anyway, August 31st. Okay. Fools in love. Listen to this shit. This is real. Lionel Richie will headline. This is the Friday day or the Sunday? Let me see. Well, I would imagine that they're going in order by Friday. Friday, you know what? Let me go backwards. Friday, Dion Warwick, The Emotions, The Whispers, The Spinners, War, The Jacksons, The OJs, The Animals, Eric Burden, by the way, Shaka Khan, Isley Brothers, Gladys Knight, Charlie Wilson, Santana, Al Green, Niles Rogers, Diana Ross, Lionel Richie. That's Friday. 
Saturday. The McCarmelies, I have no idea. The Yesterdays, Lady Ray, Bobby Orza, L.A. Lam, Outcones. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people here that I don't know on this one. But let me go to what I do know. The Shylights, the Manhattans, the Stylistics, the Delphonics, Aaron Frazier, Duran Jones, Mayor Hawthorne, the Sacred Souls, Barbara Mason, Bretton Wood, uh, Duran Jones and the Indicators, and Smokey Robinson. That's Saturday. Sunday. Uh, Pointer Sisters, Evelyn Champagne King, Mary Jane Girls. Woo! Trainer, Confunction, Daz Band. Let's whip it, baby. Let's whip it all night. SOS Band, just be good to me. Shalimar, oh, dancing in those sheets. Cameo. The Barcase, Heat Wave, Heat Wave, a soulful group written by a white guy. Did you guys know that? Heat Wave are all, all brothers singing, and there's one white dude, and he's the guy that wrote all the music. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, uh, The Time with Morris Day, Rolls Royce, Stevie B., Cool in the gang, Zap and George Clinton in Parliament. God, I want to go. I want to go to that. That is awesome. Holy moly. Like, wow. That is fun right there. That's a lot of music. You know, there's some bands that they won't even have some of their originals, but there's a lot that are there that are still originals. And all those names in one weekend? Are you out of your mind? That's that's actually really freaking cool, dude. You get to reminisce all that great music? Damn. That's a really killer concert to go to. I got to tell you, man. That would bring back some memories. Man. I'm making love to my wife every night after each of those shows. Every night. I mean, if you're not in the mood after you're done with those shows, there's something wrong with you. Damn. Uh, how long do you see in the future will the Super Bowl become a President's Day event? Oh, I don't know. I've never even thought of that, Rosendo. But, you know, once we get to 20 weeks, all is possible. Uh, it's uh, it, it's possible for them to reach five, especially if the Sixers and Bucks continue to collapse. Now, they haven't been playing well lately. <laughs> the Bucks lost yesterday again. Uh, let's see. Oh, it was uh, MicroStrategy from earlier. Okay. Oh, my. Oh, MicroStrategy. Okay, I got you. I got you. Patrick Queen, age 24. Yes, sir. 100% Anthony Weaver head coach vibes Flores with class and kindness. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that, dude. I like that. Flores with class and kindness. I, I All I can tell you is Jimmy Garoppolo suspended for two games for violating the NFL's performance enhancing substance. Okay, yes, uh, that was funny. Yeah, Sean, what you got? Oh, I was going to say, he took a prescription drug 
but didn't turn in the proper paperwork to the NFL. That that's what uh, the the whole the, the gist of it. Because I read it, and then also the Raiders are probably going to release them, which I think everybody probably knows. Yeah, of course. I mean, they did better with the O'Connell kid, <laughs> Aiden O'Connell. He like actually surprised them. Anyway. You think Dame and the Bucks isn't uh, fit after? No, I I think they'll figure stuff out and they'll they got enough talent there, bro. Will they win a title? I don't know about that, but they should play better, dude. They got enough talent there. I mean, I'm not a Doc fan, but geez, what what would make you want to hire Doc? I I don't get it, bro. I I really like. All right, go ahead, knock yourselves out if that's what you want to do, you know. Uh, I appreciate all of you out there as always. We thank Manny Navarro. Um, we uh, thank Sean Stanley, the man, the myth, the legend that masters this entire platform every single day. And we thank him for that. We will uh, see you all uh, on Monday. Uh, have a fantastic weekend. Have a blessed weekend out there. And uh, make sure you stay safe. Love you all out there. Appreciate it. Don't forget, you can make a donation while you're listening to the show anytime, day or night. And send in your questions or comments, Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. Y'all be good out there. Much love.